Hello there, Sharks. I'm Jonathan Little for PokerCoaching.com, here today with another episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Before we get started, I'm having a big sale at my training site, PokerCoaching.com, right now. If you enjoy my videos and my content, and you're not a Poker Coaching member, you are missing out. You can get a big discount right now at PokerCoaching.com slash labor, because we are celebrating a fun Labor Day weekend. So check it out right now at PokerCoaching.com slash labor. Today's hand comes from the $100,000 buy-in heads-up duel between Tom Dwan and Phil Helmuth. Phil Helmuth won seven matches in a row leading up to this one. Let me tell you who won this one. I'm about to spoil it for you. It was Tom Dwan. Tom Dwan finally ended the reign of the heads-up king, Phil Helmuth. Will Phil Helmuth get in there and challenge him again and double the stakes? We'll see soon. Anyway, this hand is from eh, the middle of the match. Notice we are playing about 30 big blinds deep. I know all you know who Phil Helmuth is. If you don't know who Tom Dewan is, he was the absolute in-boss of online poker and live poker for a long time. He popularized the very, very loose, splashy, battly style. And, uh, well, this hand is going to illustrate that. So... We're playing about 30 big blinds deep. Tom Dwan on the button with 8-3 suited. He bumps it up. Zoom, zoom poker here. To be fair, 8-3 suited is a hand you need to be playing when you're playing heads up. Maybe there's some merit in limping it, but I would be raising this basically every time. Phil Helmuth calls. Flop comes. Jack, 7-4. Helmuth checks. And Tom Dwan checks it back. Kind of a curious check behind in my mind. I would think that this is a hand you'd probably just want to bet because you can very easily bet it and fold it to a raise. But, but, maybe, maybe, just maybe, Tom Dwan has some sort of a tell on Phil Helmuth. I will say, whenever you're playing live poker, especially against recreational players, I'm not saying it's Phil Helmuth, the, one of the greatest live players of all time, against weak, tight, straightforward players who are not very, very aware of their physical mannerisms, you may see them on the flop, like on Jack 7-4, go from being, you know, playing their cards to being, hmm, okay, okay. If you see someone perk up like that, that is very often a sign that they like their hand. And if they like their hand, there's no point in betting with the 8-3 suited. Just check it back. If you pick up a draw on the turn, call a bet, or maybe start bluffing then. But if you are very confident your opponent's not going to fold to a flop bet and you have the 8 high, you probably just want to not bet, right? So that's perhaps a reason Tom Dwan checked. Maybe he picked up a read or maybe just decided to mix it up from time to time. But in general, your hands that have some backdoor equity and absolutely no showdown value often do prefer a bet. But whatever, I will default to Tom Dwan. Check, check. Turn is the beautiful two of hearts giving Tom the flush draw. Helmuth bets 9,000 into the 14,000 pot with 75,000 chips behind. Hmm. What would you do in this scenario with the flush draw? I want you to think about this spot. Consider it. Consider all of your options. We could just fold. We're not getting great odds, although we are getting good implied odds. We could call. We could raise small to like 24,000. Or we could rip it all in. I want you to pause the video and write what you would do in this situation in the comment section below. All right, all right. I think our only options here are to call or go all in. 
The pot is a little bit small to just shove it all in, and when we do get called, we're usually in pretty bad shape. And I don't think we really need to have much of a raising range here in general. Like, if we did check back a strong hand like two pair or a strong top pair, we're not really worried about getting outdrawn. So I think you want to have a pretty wide calling range in this spot. Also, the fact that Helmuth bet 9,000 into 14,000 usually indicates a more polarized range, meaning he either has a good made hand or a good draw. And if he has a good made hand, he's obviously not folding and we're in terrible shape. And if he has a good draw, I mean, maybe we could get him to fold. Maybe he has junk that we could get to fold. But quite often the junk or some of the busted draws will just give up on the river and then we have the chance to bluff those then. So I think calling is the only play that makes any sense here. A lot of people think they're always supposed to raise where their draws lack showdown value, but when you're getting okay pot odds plus implied odds, and I do think we have pretty good implied odds here, meaning that Helmuth's often going to bet the river if a heart comes. Like say he does have a hand like Queen Jack and the river is a... I don't know, any heart. He's, he's going to keep betting, and if he does check, he's going to check call, right? So because we have pretty good implied odds in this spot, I think calling is the play that makes the most sense. I think in this spot, if you are going to raise, you want to be raising with your very high equity draws and your very good made hands that don't mind protection, maybe like King Jack type stuff. But I think if, this is a fine spot just to call with the vast majority of your continuing range. Tom Dwan does. River's the eight. And now Phil Helmuth goes for 11 thousand small bets it's kind of interesting that helmuth went for the two-thirds pot bet on the turn and then a one-third pot bet on the river usually this indicates either some sort of a bluff they just decided to use a small size or a marginal made hand perhaps top pair bad kicker down to maybe a four maybe a seven depending on how wide helmuth is value betting so if that is the range i think this is just a very very easy call notice in the spot we only have to put in eleven thousand to win a forty-three thousand pot which means you only need to be good about 20-ish percent of the time to justify calling is that right yeah 20-ish percent of the time 11 divided by uh 40 54 whatever that is so this is a spot where i don't think you could ever fold a lot of people look at this spot and think well i'm probably beat he could easily have a jack or a better eight like he could have nine eight and be value betting right but realize he could perhaps be going for value with a four, maybe with a seven, right? And he could just be bluffing. He's allowed to bluff sometimes too. So this is a spot where I think Tom Dwan has a pretty easy call. You think he's going to call? He does. And he beats the queen seven. And after this hand, if you watched the live footage on Poker Go, Phil Helmuth went on a bit of a tirade. He could not believe that he somehow just lost to the eight three suited. If you've watched Phil Helmuth play, he seems to really, really, really not like when he loses to bad pre-flop cards, especially when they get there on the river. And that is exactly what happened in this instance. You know, there may be some merit. And just checking back the flop with the eight high, just on the off chance that you backdoor the nuts and send Phil Helmuth on a tirade, because then maybe he's going to go off the deep end. Fun stuff. That's me for you. I hope you enjoyed this video. Again, if you like my content, well, click the like and subscribe button. Also click the notification bell, but also check out PokerCoaching.com. I have a big sale going on right now at PokerCoaching.com slash labor. Don't miss out. Take advantage of it. Good luck in your games. Have a great, great week. And thank you for being here. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking the time to watch this video. And as a thank you, I'm going to channel all of my poker knowledge into your brain right now. Oh wait, that didn't work. Sorry, you're gonna have to keep studying. Go ahead and click the subscribe button right here, and I'll see you in the next video.